Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. Have you ever seen a horse who could talk? With your host, Louisa Barton, who really wants to be a famous rider. She really loves to ride fast. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Who says I have horses with people problems? Now here's the Brit on the bit, Louisa Barton. Enjoy the show. Larson Farms is our TV broadcast sponsor. Mr. Richard Larson, a man of great integrity, cares about every single bale of hay and about taking care of his customers. He also has a huge heart for those genuinely in need. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Talk show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Welcome to the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Our TV broadcast sponsor, Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm your host today, replacing our great <laughs> Louisa Barton, who is going to be on the phone in a second, I'm sure, to help us out. I'm dancing Pete Rhoda, and I have Stephanie Kaufman here. She's going to help me out during our segment, and we actually have Stephanie later to talk to us about a way to help us teach. Ah, I think that's our Louisa on the phone right now. Hello. Are you there, Louisa? I am with you, <laughs> dancing Pete. Uh, lovely to join you here live from Louisville, Kentucky, in preparation for the two most exciting minutes in sports, the one for the roses coming right up. That was great. That was fantastic. We've got a really good lineup for the show. We've got Dr. Chaot uh, on choke, and um, that's only good. Dr. Chaot on choke. No, it's not good. <laughs> choke is terrible. Yeah. Um, we have got Stephanie Kaufman. Thank you, Stephanie, for keeping Dancing Pete uh, company there, so he doesn't have to just. Uh, um, you Talk. know, manage on his own. Yeah. Well, Anytime. He do a brilliant job, but it's much nicer to have someone to chat along. Um, but we've got a great lineup for the show. We've even got a little special at the end for you with Horse Talk Show goes to the dogs with the brilliant British one and only Neil Hennessy. Yay. Gotta love that guy. He's brilliant. <laughs> Um, you're going to get a little bit of dry sense of humor and a wonderful accent and enjoy that. It's absolutely fantastic. And you know, when I mentioned it to Betsy, you know what she said? Everyone that's got a horse has got a dog, you know. <laughs> I know. True. You're right. Very true. So, let's um, get the sad news out of the way. Um, very, very sad to say that Hannah Surface, a 15-year-old young lady who was um, up and coming, great equestrian, very sadly had a rotational fall at Foxley in Venice, a partner of ours during the hurricane missions that we went on. Uh, and very, very sad for them and for the family for all connected. She was actually a resident of Webster, so not far from here. Um, and we just want to say some prayers for her family and friends and loved ones and how um, you know devastating it is and how terribly sorry our entire team is anytime we hear about losing any anybody especially young folks and especially in our close circle um it really is um it's very painful so we just send our deepest condolences 
um, and uh, lots of love and prayers to everybody. And thank uh, the family so. for the photos that they allowed us yeah. to use. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, the four, there's a photo of, I think, in 4-H that was a 4-H photo. Um, very, very sad. So we just wanted to say that. And uh, we did get a chance to go to the um, Land Rover Kentucky three-day event and ran into a lot of our CEP partners. We are there at the CEP equine studios in the whole <gasps> capital of did the you world. see philip and um yes we got to see philip and you know he's always a bright spark him and kirsten were great fun and we got oh the photo of betsy and georgia was just so genuine both of them closed their eyes i even ran into old katie wentz who was running off to the coronation in england so she couldn't stop very long um but we got to see lots of cep partners and visit with funky unicorn treats and um Actually, I'm here with Betsy from Larson Hay right now. So. Idaho's finest alfalfa. Uh, exactly. Oh. <laughs> You're spot on right there, Pete. Um, but I do want to do a shout out for Mirielle and Phil at um, their Abima distributor who allowed me uh, some time to sit in the in the chair and get beamed up. And that really helped me because I don't know if it was being in the truck for 12 hours or if it was the hotel bed, but something made me so achy and sore. And then the wonderful folks at AccuPulse um, allowed us to sit in the AccuPulse massager. And um, that was absolutely incredible. And I think between us, they made a fortune. <laughs> oh, wow. Actually, they gave us really, really good good deals, but they really did help. Between them and my visit with Muriel at Bima, I was much better. And I've been able to get around and up and down stairs and everything. And I don't think I could have done it without them. So... Uh, why are we here in Louisville? Well, we're here to celebrate and promote and remind everybody that it takes a great start for these horses to be the top 20 out of almost 30,000 possible thoroughbreds that could be in the starting gate and to have almost two-thirds of them every year connected to O'Calamarian County is pretty exciting. So we got up the so, first 14. Yeah. yeah. We are, we're pretty thrilled that there's so many. Um, there's several in the Oaks, the two-thirds of the Derby horses, and there's always those ones that fly low under the radar that we don't even know have connected until after they win. And someone says, and we go, wow, how did we miss that one? Um, but very exciting that there are so many local connections where these horses got their start. And, of course, Forte, who is the favorite uh, at the moment, trained right there at Ocala Stud where they have the famous bell so um, that's pretty cool and so we're going to be following them and chasing them around um, and Brad Bolin is flying in as we speak um, and he'll be here so he's another CEP partner and, and horse talk show uh, partner so we're we're thrilled we'll get to um, share lots with you over the next few days so make sure you're tuning in Echoes Television has the special derby broadcast behind the scenes with Louisa Barton yes 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 so we'll be running around getting you lots of exciting stuff so make sure you keep an eye on all of that um, don't forget that this Saturday other than derby day is the Fuqua free mulch come free, get your free, mulch free. Yes, they have lots and lots of mulch, and it's all free. We've got the poster up on the screen for you. They are asking you to make a donation to stop children's cancer. Um, Pete's going to remind you again at the end of the show and put the poster up again after Horse Talk Show goes to the dogs. Um, it is from 8 to 5 p.m. on May the 6th, and the address is on the poster, or you can find Fuqua. 
um, and it's, it is free, 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 and they've got lots of it. So get your garden mulched up and make that very special donation to stop children's cancer. Woo-hoo. Don't forget the Florida-mounted equine extravaganza is coming up July 22nd. That is going to be an absolutely brilliant, brilliant, brilliant day. Pete's going to remind you again at the end, but this is going to have lots of breeds in a fantastic parade. They're going to have lots of demos. It's just going to be an amazing opportunity to horse around and have a good time. And we had some great um, folks last week talking about it, that they'll all be in it, so it'll be fun. Oh, it'll be a blast. I think they're up to something like 25 or 30 breeds already um, that are that are coming. So you'll get to see many, many of the breeds that are in and around this area. Some are coming from some distance away um, to celebrate the horse. And it's a fantastic fundraiser um, for their um, their programs. They have two amazing programs, um, OHA and SET, and they benefit um, at rescues, at animal rescue, and also benefit... Um, our veterans an amazing program that they have um so just just incredible fundraiser and we just want everybody to come out and see us and have a good time uh, and that's going to be at the southeastern livestock pavilion so july 22nd and a great opportunity to come and meet horses up close and uh just really enjoy yourself and learn lots about all the different breeds and 10, disciplines 10 a.m to 3 p.m yes brilliant 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 time um so we're going to have lots for you when we get back of course as well um because we've had some time in lexington and we've got to visit sword charm so we'll be sharing all that with you um so lots and lots of good stuff coming up but pete is going to um do a brilliant job hosting and he is going to have stephanie with him and they're going to chat after dr chaot and then we're going to have neil hennessy to finish up the show uh talking about dog training and showing us what can be done with a couple of rascals called Aslan and Lucy. Okay, thanks Louisa. <laughs> We're going to move to Dr. Kayot and on Thank Choke. You. We'll talk yeah, to you later. All right. This portion Enjoy. of the show is presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And our TV broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Supporting sponsors are DAC Vitamins and Minerals. Seminole Feed Stores, Lip Chip LLC, Piranha, Florida HVAC Services, Crystal Cryo, Ocala Dog Ranch, and The Drinking Post. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. Horsemen, are you tired of technology that doesn't fit your way of life? Lipchip, built by horsemen, for horsemen, is ready to revolutionize your world. The answer is in the Hooflink system. Simply implant, scan, and unlock your horse's health information. From driving to Grand Prix jumping, all horses, all breeds, and all disciplines. The future is in the integrity and transparency of all horse sports and in the safety of our horses. The future is here, and the future is lip chip.
experience the bluegrass. Step into the Elwood Hotel and Suites, situated in the heart of Lexington. Elwood is a unique yet familiar place, your home base to explore. Minutes from the University of Kentucky and the best distilleries on the Bourbon Trail. Only a short drive from horse country and from the iconic Keeneland racetrack. Full of warm, natural light, Elwood rooms are inviting, a space to retreat, rewind and relax. From spacious rooms to extended stay suites, each room is unique, just like you. Don't miss a beat in your fitness routine either, and your fairy friend is welcome too. Elwood has cozy beds, yummy treats, and snuggles too. Elwood is more than a landing place. It's a tribute to a contemporary Southern lifestyle, a delicious place to refuel and to launch your Lexington adventure. Book your stay at theelwoodhotel.com and like them on Facebook now. Settle in at Elwood and begin generating memories in the heart of the bluegrass. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show and Equus Television here with Dr. Adam Kayot at Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And we are going to talk a little bit about something that none of us as horse owners like, and that is when a horse chokes. Dr. Kayot, choke. So choke, <laughs> the one thing I say, choke in horses is a little bit of a misnomer because when people think that you choke, you can't breathe, right? Well, that's what happens when people, you can't breathe. Horses can breathe when they choke. Um, basically when they choke, they get a bolus of food that gets stuck in their esophagus so they can't swallow. <clears throat> they can breathe just fine, but they can't swallow anything. So um, it gets stuck there. So typically the typical presentation is they'll have food stuffed, either hay or grain or whatever, or both coming out of their nostrils. Um, and they may, some horses may act colicky. Most, a lot of them are just very stoic and they'll just stand there, they'll stop eating. Um, so those are kind of the, kind of the telltale signs. Uh, a lot of times they'll have a lot of liquid coming out of their nose. That's, that's another thing that people see a lot. And basically that's saliva because they can't swallow the saliva. You'll have this saliva pool just pooling, you know, uh, from their nose. Um, choke can be a serious problem. Certainly is an emergency, um, simply because they can aspirate. So so when they are, when they're choking and then that, and that saliva and whatnot is, is backing up, then it can, it can go down the, um, down the trachea. So they can get bacteria and stuff in the trachea, which can lead to the lungs. And then you can have a pneumonia. You want to try to avoid that. Uh, treatment for choke. Um, generally it's, it's, um, it's, a, it's a little tough on some horses. Um, certainly we sedate, what we end up doing is sedate them and then we pass an NG tube and we pump water. And a lot of times um, what we're trying to do is push that food bolus down the esophagus into the stomach. A lot of it goes down, a lot of it comes back. So it's kind of be uh, a little messy um, initially and, and it's a, it can be a little dramatic for the horses sometimes, but um, that's what works best. Um, certainly at times 
we have to refer them into the hospital um, for surgical intervention. That doesn't happen too often, but sometimes whatever they swallow, for whatever reason, we can't pass that tube or it's not, um, it's not, uh, we're not able to flush it with the water, then we might have to res resort to that. But most of the time, your, your ambulatory veterinarian can, can handle choke. Um, after treatment, we typically put them on a course of antibiotics to prevent from that, prevent that pneumonia chance from the aspiration. It will, they will aspirate, um, no ifs, ands, or buts, um, but hopefully you put them on a course of antibiotics and that, that'll prevent that. I generally keep them on it for about a week and, and that helps. Some horses, some chokes are very easy um, to, to correct and some take a little bit more effort. So I always hope for the easy ones for <laughs> treatment. Some of the hardest things that I've treated have been chokes, um, just because it's hard. It can be hard on the horse because um, you're pumping water, and and then they can't breathe because that water's coming back, and so they they can get nervous from that, even sedated. So it makes it a little tough sometimes, but um, most of the time we're able to able to handle it pretty well. When um, that occurrence happened with Sunny, I, right or wrong, uh, shoved a hose down his throat and got as much water going as I could. I don't know if it helped or not, but it helped me because I felt like I was doing something. Um, is that a recommendation? And should you give any kind of sedative to calm things down a little bit until the vet arrives? Probably wouldn't recommend that owners throw hoses in and Might make the owner feel better. <laughs> uh, probably not the best thing to do. Worked out fine for Sunny. <laughs> Certainly, banamine and sedation is fine because, like I said, a lot of them will act a little colicky. Um, just because they don't know what else to do with it. Um, so certainly that, but I probably wouldn't try to put um, a hose in their mouth and squirt because then, then you have even more of a chance of aspiration because the, the water's going everywhere. Now, what you can do sometimes is sometimes you can actually see it on the left side of their neck. That's where the esophagus travels, where you can see it. A lot of times you'll actually be able to see the bolus stuck there. And a lot of, a lot of times a, a massaging of that area can help pass it. That's uh, what an owner should do. That's what an better. owner should do. Yes, that's what an owner should do. So on the left side of the neck, kind of in that jugular groove there, where the, where your veterinarian gives shots, that's where you can try to massage it and push it down and help with that. And actually, sometimes that does work. Um, a lot of times, horses can clear that will clear the choke themselves. If it's high up, they can sometimes cough it out or that sort of thing. Um, but once it gets down halfway and, and further, then it Obviously, they're not going to be able to, to uh, cough that up. One thing I will say about choke a lot of times is in older horses, you have to be uh, worried about tumors that start constricting the esophagus. Certainly, I've had that um, several times through my career where um, you're pumping the water and the water's going down. So the hole's small, so the water's able to pass, but a food bolus cannot because um, the tumor has constricted around the, the uh, esophagus. So that's something to think about in an older horse, you know, 20, you know, late teens into your 20s and older um, that I've had happen a few times where the water will go down, but I can't pass the tube all the way as far as I should be able to. And to me, that signals an area where, well, there's probably something constricting that. And most of the time, it's some kind of neoplasia or tumor. And um, can that form from the choke? Can they get scar tissue from the choke that makes a potential choke 
happen again in the future? Certainly, uh, if it's really bad. And but typically, the esophagus is pretty tough, so it'll stretch pretty good. And um, um, you generally don't get that unless there's some esophageal tear, and that can happen. Um, that certainly can happen. And obviously, if that happens, there's going to be um, significant amount of blood involved, and you'll see that. Um, there might be still some blood involved with tre treating of a choke, but if there's a tear, there's going to be a pretty significant amount of blood, and then, then you have to worry about that. That can happen. Hopefully it, hopefully it doesn't happen, but it, that is a, a possible side effect. And, and if that happens, certainly there can be a, a stricture um, that you have to worry about. Horses that choke um, from then on out, I tell the owners that this horse basically gets a gruel and gets a mash instead of solid food, and you need to make sure that um, they're not eating too fast and, and those sorts of things. And, and that, uh, that's typically what I try to tell people to do. Yeah. If you have those horses that are piggies and tend to eat really fast. And actually from the point Sunny choked, I did a wet food yep. from then on. Yep. And that really does help. Yeah. 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 <laughs> typically it does. Um, you know, and just make sure that's good and mushy. Um, there's plenty of water there and, and that, that certainly helps. Right. Dr. Adam Kayot, Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show. This portion of the show is presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And our TV broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Supporting sponsors are DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Lip Chip LLC, Piranha, Florida HVAC Services. Crystal Cryo, Ocala Dog Ranch, and The Drinking Post. At Crystal Cryo, you can relax and enjoy a non-invasive cryo skin facial. Reduce fine lines and wrinkles and tighten the skin. Improve texture and tone. Stimulate collagen production. Reduce inflammation and acne. And increase blood flow to the skin, resulting in a more youthful, radiant appearance. And it all takes only about 30 minutes. Boost your confidence now and set up a consultation. Find Crystal Cryo at crystalcryo.net or on social media. Experience the ultimate in relaxation and rejuvenation. Pamper and revitalize your body, mind, and spirit at Crystal Cryo. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care seeks to be a leading international veterinary practice that provides state-of-the-art veterinary care to their patients while fostering professional relationships with their clients that stand the test of time. For 24-7 and the best in equine care, check out Peterson and Smith at petersonsmith.com or like them on Facebook now for more information.
The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. And we're back to the Horse Talk Show. Presented by Peterson and Smith, Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Our broadcast sponsors, Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Dancing Pete. I'm sitting in for Louisa. And I have two guests here, Stephanie Kaufman and Libby Henderson. Henderson. They're going to here to talk to us about Enneagram. Now, this is a teaching program that they're going to explain more about. And I'm big into it because when you teach a lot of people, you have to understand how you got to teach somebody you I'm going to teach different than Libby and I'm going to teach somebody else totally different. So on that, welcome to the show, Stephanie. Hello. Happy to be back. Good to be here. Yeah. Okay. So tell us a little bit about Enneagram. Enneagram. So, um, I, when I first went out on my own and I started coaching and teaching a lot more, um, you know, you kind of have to go through a growth phase as a teacher where you really have to learn how to teach because it is a learned skill set. And I started realizing really intuitively that everybody has a very different way that I should talk to them to get the best results out of each individual person. Because I think it's really important to remember as a coach like the golden rule really doesn't apply. You can't treat others how you wish to be treated. You have to treat others how they wish to be treated to get the best out of them. So I was talking to Libby about this the one day and she introduced me to the Enneagram, which is been around for what, hundreds of years, hasn't it? it? It's, it is actually, had traces its roots back to some ancient teachers and philosophers it kind of came to the u.s in the 1970s yeah and has periodically been in and out of favor or somebody Popularity. referred to it. Yeah, yeah somebody referred to it recently as it being the trendiagram time since <laughs> a lot of people you'll see a lot of instagram posts and whatnot about it it gets very like very basic girl some rap sometimes <laughs> but you know the cool thing about it is if you can um use it as something to understand yourself better so you can grow. You know, I think people get stuck sometimes as going, well, that's just how I am. Libby and my running joke is, if you do be like that, you can work on not being how you do be, right? <laughs> so basically, if you know, okay, here's my strengths, here's my weaknesses, this is my core motivations, this is where I'm gonna double down and retreat, you can self-examine a little bit better and figure out how to actually grow as a person, as a student, in my case, as a, I mean, I'm a student of the sport too, but you know, as a coach, as a student, whatever you are, as a horseman, you can go, all right, well, if this really freaks me out and makes me withdraw, how can I be aware enough to go, you know what, actually I've got that and I don't have to run away now. Right. Um, or, you know, I don't have to respond to that with anger and frustration, or this is why that thing that I've been emotionally struggling with, you know, maybe I can let that go because here's a way I can let it go. So when we introduce these, I, 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 we have videos of, of every type that's going to introduce themselves, but okay. we use it as a catalyst for growth, not as a way to say, 
well, that's just how I am. Right. Because that's so. a lot of people I've done programs similar mm -hmm. that where they go, well, I'm this and I can't be any different. Right. Exactly. And it's like, well, I'm going to stretch <laughs> you so you can be different. Yeah. But I also need to understand where you're coming from first to build your confidence. And that's why this is great, because each type, you know, if you start researching into it, you know, it has a here's the core motivation. Here's a strength. Here's a weakness. But you can grow from there, which is the really exciting thing about being able to understand yourself a little bit better. Because this is neat for me because you're an inventor, yes. Stephanie, and then Libby's one of your students. Libby's my fairy godmother. <laughs> yes. Libby's a good Libby, fairy godmother. <laughs> Libby's like a transcendent individual of wonderfulness. I don't okay. <laughs> So, so we have yes, the, the teacher-student, and I've taught you before, so yeah. I'm a teacher teaching another teacher. And yeah. we are very similar in how we break things down. Totally. So when you showed me this, you were like, you're going to love this. Yeah. And I was like, heck yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And we've been going through it here in the break, and you, you know, you're going, oh, I understand this. And I said, but it's like this. And you went, oh, yeah, I like that too. Right. So it's been, you know... It's, it's and it, it's one of those things that you hear people, so many people are familiar with the different personality tests, the MBTI and other um, assessments yeah, yeah. and other assessments. And the reason that this is considered different is it is not testing what your personality is as you have developed and become a grown up. It is mm -hmm. actually looking at your core motivations mm -hmm. and what you are more inside. And essentially, like mm -hmm. Stephanie was making the point that what you want to be able to do you know how that feeling that so many of us have, or maybe it's just me, but you have this feeling where you know the things you don't want to do, mm -hmm. and right. you, you know how you want to be, but and, you don't know, but how, to you don't know how to get there, yeah. and right. you keep doing the same stupid stuff over and over again. <laughs> no, and none so, of us have ever done I, that. I, I was going to say, I have a saying, how many times do I have to run into the wall for you for to turn exactly. left? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is one of the things that my other trainer that I've ridden with says that one of the best things about me is that I may do stupid stuff. But I only do it once. Oh, good. You so learn from your mistakes. I, I learn from my yeah. mistakes um, for the most part. Okay. But basically, that's one of the great things about the Enneagram. Like the phrase that Stephanie used, I really like that it is a catalyst for growth, that you really are using it to figure out who you are and how to get to where you want to be. And I guess in terms of a higher evolved consciousness, if oh. you want to be real woo-woo. So, <laughs> Wait. It's, um. it's, <laughs> so it's one of those things that you, you know, I read something else this morning that said, as long as you stay in the dark about who you actually are, um, you remain prisoners of the history that you've got. Like instead that. of growing to be better than that. Yeah. And so this wow. lets you identify and frequently there are some tests that you can take. Most of the time, the really wise Enneagram teachers get a little bit offended because it's not like a f which friend's character are you personality <laughs> test. Hey, that'd be um, fun. <laughs> yeah, that's a little different. Or a buzz How are you doing? <laughs> yeah. But basically, um, they say it takes a lot of learning and study to really study which you are. I've been playing around with this since the late 90s because I'm old. Um, and that was one of the last times it had a big resurgence and I've paid attention to it ever since. And one of the things that I think is great is that you can, I think one of the things Stephanie and I've said to people before, if you take the, t I actually like one of the tests that we suggest people take, because I think it's a great starting point. Mm -hmm. yes, and if you do that mm -hmm. and you start to read the description of your type and you go, Ooh, 
then you you're have, probably yeah. you're probably on the right place. If, if you're if not it like is, slightly, I don't want to be. Right. Yeah. I don't want to be a number. Well, right. no, it's more like because it, it'll also talk about your weaknesses and kind of where you right. what what you're likely to do when you're stressed or in an unhealthy emotional place. Right. You're going to be slightly offended by it because it's going to ring a little bit too true. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the interesting thing is I I think most people read it and they go. Yeah, that's me, but mm, do I I don't like <laughs> this part of what I'm reading about it. And that's where you have to kind of sit down and self-examine and go, yeah, you know, I, I do that. And this is where the work begins of, okay, well, how do I grow? And then that's where you and I, Stephanie, and maybe mm -hmm. even Libby, mm -hmm. would go, oh, cool. Now I'm understanding yeah. myself yeah. instead of before yeah. I would have been, oh, my gosh, don't anybody know that I'm not secure in myself? And exactly. Good. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So yeah. let's let's get into it. What's cool? What's number one? Okay, well, so I'm gonna actually I've got my notes here, so I don't <laughs> screw this up. Um, but the Enneagram, an Enneagram one is known. They give them some little shorthands, and it's known sometimes as a perfectionist or reformer. Um, the core desires and fears of a one is they're motivated because they want to be right. Okay, they are terrified of being wrong, mm -hmm. um, and and so basically you try to. They have an Enneagram one has more than any other number. The critical voice in their head that's yeah. always telling them what they do wrong. Good. Hold that thought. We're going to be right back after a few words from our sponsors, and we'll get back into Enneagram One. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. Have you ever heard of a horse that could talk? Listen to this. With your host, Louisa Barton. She's literally in love with every horse. Presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. She's back in the saddle again. And now here's your host. Pretty, pretty. Louisa Barton. She's a Brit. She's got the gift of the gab, and her guests are fab. Larson Farms is our TV broadcast sponsor. Mr. Richard Larson, a man of great integrity, cares about every single bale of hay and about taking care of his customers. He also has a huge heart for those genuinely in need. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Hey there, horsemen. Are you tired of technology that doesn't fit your way of life? Lipchip is ready to revolutionize your barn. Built by horsemen, for horsemen. Lipchip knows how you ride. If you're tired of carrying around paperwork, dealing with long trailer lines, and juggling all your horse's details while trying to compete, then the answer is the Hooflink system. Simply implant, scan, and unlock. Each scan reveals everything you need to work, compete, and to protect your horses. View current health paperwork, pre-register for your next event, and even check in on your horse's health. Horsemen, let's keep our horses safe and make our lives at the barn a little easier. The the future is here, and the future is lip chip. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now, or go to feeddac.com. DAC. It makes a world of difference. 
This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. The Equine Performance and Innovative Center, situated on 30 pristine acres in the horse capital of the world, is one of the finest and most complete conditioning and rehab centers for equines and canines in the nation, including an equine hyperbaric chamber, aqua pacer, water treadmill, cold water leg spa, equine swimming pool, Eurosizer, and more. Epic equine veterinarians specializing in rehab and conditioning. For more information, go to epcrehab.com or find them on social media. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. Presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Our broadcast sponsor, Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Dancing Pete with Complimentary Horsemanship, hosting for the great Louisa Barton. And we have our guests, Stephanie and Libby, and we're going to get back into Instagram because we have a lot of information to go through it. So, Enneagram. Enneagram, thank you. <laughs> Okay. So Libby, so we so have we were talking number about the, one. The Enneagram one, and I think um, that's what Stephanie can tell us more about how she coaches an Enneagram one. They are probably the most self-critical. They are. Uh, they're somebody that you have to be very collaborative with because they kind of get on their own mission a little bit. Okay. Um, so they're somebody that has a really clear idea, and they get really wrapped up in it, and they can get very anxious because they, they can be very self-critical. They're really empathetic about their horses. Uh, so they're not overly critical to their horses, but they really kind of hold a lot of drive inside them. Okay. So, you know, a lot of it is about keeping kind of a realistic goal and a realistic emotional state as we work together to get them where they want to go. And we have a fun thing now. We've had some of Stephanie's students have a video explaining each one. So let's yeah. play the first one. Hi, my name is Leah. I'm a type one wing two. Uh, which I saw described as the empathetic perfectionist, which hits so close to home. Uh, so that means I am extremely driven and hardworking and have a lot of sympathy for people around me and my horse, um, usually less so sympathy for myself. So sometimes I hold myself to an impossibly high standard and don't react well if I don't meet that standard. So that's something I have to be aware of as I am riding and competing. Um, that while having goals and working hard towards them is helpful, defining your self-worth by a certain day or performance is not helpful, um, nor is repressing your emotions and pretending they don't exist until they bubble up on you later. Uh, so the Enneagrams have been good and in some self-awareness. Okay. Well, that was interesting. So, perfectionist, huh? Perfectionist. So that's our first type one. That's my student, Leah. And I think we have one of little stuff. So we're going to get a second look at Oh, we oh don't, no, we no. don't. It did not load. Okay. Okay, so let's move type on to two. number two. All right, so in a type two is their shorthand is known as the helper. And I think that uh, Dance and Pete over here typed as a type two. Yes, ma'am. Um, a type two is motivated by wanting to be loved, wanted, needed. 
uh, appreciated, and since they like to seek cooperation with others, mm -hmm. um, their type, their fear. <laughs> Luis, are you being, listening? <laughs> <laughs> their fear is being unloved, unwanted, or not needed, or not appreciated. Ooh. Does oh. that ring true? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That definitely <laughs> rings true. When I go out there and I'm putting my whole heart into teaching and somebody just blows me off, I'm just like, do you know, do you know the secrets I'm giving you? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> well, and you, you feel it here, yeah. don't you? When I'm you're like, like oh. yeah. No, it, it hurts. I, the hardest part was when people changed to another trainer. That, yeah. that killed me. So No, it's a knife to the gut. Totally. Well, what's oh, it yeah. like coaching somebody that's in Enneagram 2? Twos are, twos are interesting because... Twos are really people-pleasing, so you kind of have to make sure that they feel involved because they're really hard on themselves, um, and they um, they tend to say yes to things that they don't want to because they don't want to disappoint anybody. Oh, I, I don't know anybody <laughs> like that, do we? No, never. <laughs> so you have another video on a two? I do, but twos are, twos are interesting because you have to really make sure that they feel valued in the process so that they kind of bring themselves into it and they okay. don't start trying to people please and make themselves miserable and kind of get resentful about what's going on. You have to keep them feeling really invested and in themselves, of, really. One of right. the things that, one of the notes that in some of this seemed to be that if you're going to push a two really hard, mm -hmm. it seems to be important to them for you to ask their permission first. Yes, okay. definitely. Well, let's definitely. push into the next video. <laughs> Hi, I'm Lori, and I'm a type two Enneagram. I love to nurture friends and family. True to type, I can be a little bit of a people pleaser. I want to make people happy. It makes me feel good. Uh, the downside to being a people pleaser or being someone who wants to care for others is that you can forget about what you need. Uh, in my writing, it's been really important to have a coach that understands my personality type. Uh, Steph has really worked hard to empower me in my writing to make sure that I always feel involved in the progress of my horse and, and our partnership. Um, it's never been a situation where she is training my horse and then hands him over and says, yeah, look at what a great job I've done. You know, now you can ride him. Um, she wants to make sure every step of the way that I feel involved and important in the, in the process. Um, and that helps my sense of self and it fulfills me um, in my need to feel worthy and cared for. Well, that sounded like me. <laughs> Sorry, there's a secret. Okay, so let's move on to number three. A type three, which we have a classic type three sitting here with us. That, oh. you know, um, and Stephanie. type threes, and they can be different places on kind of a spectrum. And Stephanie, I would say, is a very evolved type three. Oh, a type three is considered they're an achiever or a performer. Um, they want to be valued, successful, admired, respected, and praised. Um, they fear not being valued. Uh, they're one of their core or their strongest core fear is a fear of being worthless or inefficient or a failure. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and it was interesting, actually, when I first read that, because I said, I don't think that that doesn't resonate with me, really. And everybody around me went, no, it's that's that's you. <laughs> I've taught you. Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah. But so the interesting thing is, and we haven't gotten to this, but Enneagrams have wings. So. It, you can you can wing to either side. So actually, I have a lot of two to my personality type. So that softens it because you bring into the the um, all of the competitive drive, like a lot of people pleasing. So that actually makes my life a lot easier. Good. But um, yeah, c coaching threes honestly is keeping the the 
deep competitive desire from absolutely burning you yeah, out and I, burning I, you up. And I kept on saying, okay, this is going to help you when you go to your next yeah. jump. And you're like, okay, yeah. what are we doing? Yeah, <laughs> totally. totally. Yeah. And, and we laugh and say that threes want to win at whatever they Cost. do. You know, we'll Got to win at everything. You know, we'll yeah. say, you know, you're just winning it. I don't know grocery shopping. You know, you just... All right, so who's our three video? Uh, Three is Amy, Amy. and she's wonderful. Hi, I'm Amy, and this is Melody, and I am a type three. I have no wings. I'm as type three as they get, and what that means to me is I usually have a very aggressive goal, and I'm always charging towards something, and as my coach, uh, Steph has to know I have to have a plan of how we're going to get from where I'm at today to this very aggressive goal, whatever it may be, And as long as I have a plan and I'm making progress, I'm happy, but I get uh, upset if I get off track uh, for any reason. It also means that she doesn't necessarily have to be super hard on me because I'm gonna be hard enough on myself. And uh, there's no one uh, more critical of myself than me. So uh, that's my type three. Well, goal driven. Yep. Number three. All right, let's All right, hear about number take four. All right, that's to an Enneagram four, which is the individualist or artist. And the thing about an Enneagram four, um, they are motivated to be very authentic and unique, <laughs> see themselves as being very special. And their core fear is that they wouldn't be unique and that they would be just like everybody else. Oh, and how do we teach fours? My fours all love a good existential crisis. Um, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> so... So fours, they try so hard and they're, they tend to be, um, they're really caring people. They have a lot of, um, really good intention and they get really anxious about it. So they tend to spiral into, oh my gosh, am I good enough? Is the universe against me? All of that. So you have to keep that part calm. Okay. So that's our Winnie. So we are going to have to wrap up on this segment. We're going to come back. We're going to watch the video on four. See you in a second. Thank you to the presenting sponsor of this portion of the Horse Talk Show, Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to our TV broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Nirvana Medical Spa, TT Distributors, Summit Joint Performance, Equigreen, Midnight Rose Equestrian, the Florida Horse Park, Horse Farms Forever, and the Equine Performance and Innovative Center. Having an air conditioner that works well in Florida is a must. Experience peace of mind by working with Florida HVAC Services, a family-owned and operated company taking pride in always putting their customers first, providing air conditioner repair, installation, and maintenance services on all makes and models. For those suffering from allergies or asthma, air quality testing is recommended and hospital-grade air filters are available. Ask about a pure air filtration system today. Check them out at flhvacservices.com or like them on Facebook. Florida HVAC Services, serving all of North Central Florida with honesty, integrity, and the highest value of workmanship. And that's 100% guaranteed. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com.
My name is Dr. Natalie Solomon. I formulated Equigreen with cutting-edge science and technology alongside the passion that is represented by a lifelong love of horses. I created a product that I would trust for my horses because they deserve nothing but the best for their bodies. Horses rely on us to take care of them, to love them, to respect them. This is how Equigreen came to life. Equigreen, CBD for your horse that you can trust. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. Second half presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Our broadcast sponsor, Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Dancing Pete, filling in for Louisa Barton. And with complimentary horsemanship, we're talking about Enneagrams. The Enneagram. You Enneagrams. Wow. That was good, Pete. <laughs> okay, so we were on to We were actually, I think we video had the video of the four. four. Yep. So let's go to four for Hi, my name is Megan Roswick. I am a type four, and type fours are known for being creative, passionate, and intuitive. Our main desire is to create a life that's deeply meaningful and authentic to ourselves, and our biggest fear is having no impact on the people or culture around us. Fours are self-aware and driven at our best, but easily self-isolate and withdraw into our own grief and intense emotions. As a rider and trainer, being a four helps me see the value and unique experience of each horse, and this pushes me to be empathetic, patient, and creative in the training process with the hope that my successes can reflect the beauty of the horse and rider partnership. All righty. So let's move on to number five. That's going to take us to an Enneagram five, which is the investigator, and they want to be known as competent and capable and we have a video from one of our fives that is the best explanation you'll see yep all right let's see it absolutely hi i'm amanda i'm an enneagram type five Um, type fives are really driven by a need to be knowledgeable and to have a deep understanding of the things that interest us Um, we're also really able to concentrate and focus on complex ideas and skills Um, At our best, type fives are self-confident, creative, and determined, but when stressed, we can easily become very withdrawn or scattered. A type five's biggest fear is feeling incapable or useless. Um, We tend to be very stoic and difficult to read emotionally as well because we internalize um, a lot of our thoughts and emotions. Um, As a rider, being a type 5 means that I have a very strong desire to learn, but I also have the innate need to always feel like I've mastered every single concept before I can really move on to the next, which can obviously lead to a lot of paralysis by analysis because it's just not possible for everything to be perfect all the time. Um, So sometimes I really need to be pushed outside of my comfort zone in order to make any forward progress with what I'm doing. Um, In my life, I've used the Enneagram a lot, especially to understand myself better. That's not really a strong suit of fives. Like, we aren't the most self-aware Enneagram type. 
Um, and understanding ourselves really helps us understand what is motivating us and it helps us communicate what we need to our coach or our partner or just the people around us um, in order to be able to thrive both in life and in a learning environment. Um, type fives are always questioning whether or not we're good enough to do something. Um, so finding people who can support you, but in kind of a quiet way because fives also don't want to feel helpless. So we don't really want a cheerleader, but we want people that know how to show us the way to feel self-confident with what we've learned and what we're doing. And that makes all the difference in the world for a type five. All right, so how do we teach a five? So a five needs to thoroughly explain, understand the concepts that they're learning. And you can't make them feel stupid because they will never stick their neck out again if you make them feel incompetent and stupid. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's go on to. Oh, th <laughs> there's a, all the, all her notes. The, 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 <laughs> five, the Enneagram notes. Five's preparation for her video. Has all yep, her notes fantastic. on a whiteboard. Um, and the Enneagram Six is going to be me. We do not have a separate video for that. And why um, is that? Because we couldn't get another Enneagram Six to do it because an Enneagram Six's core fear is fear. Oh, and so the Enneagram six is known as the loyalist. Mm -hmm. um, but and six is the only number on the Enneagram of which you have two types. You have a phobic and a counterphobic. A phobic six would be they have fear and they will stay away from anything they're afraid of. Mm -hmm. A counterphobic six is one that is afraid of things but runs straight at them, kind of you know <laughs> runs at the Mack truck, which is me. Oh, um, but, but I still won't jump out of a plane. Okay, well, you know, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm how afraid do, of that? And, and how do we teach be. Libby? Um, so sixes and Libby need to feel really empowered, like all the building blocks need to be there. And sixes don't always feel like they can really rely on themselves for confidence and that they have the skill set. So even though they have the skill set, they don't necessarily necessarily believe it. So without telling them untruthfully, because they can also smell out when you're when you're kind yeah. of blowing smoke. Yeah. Right. Right. You have to really be able to be like, you have got this. You do have the skill set. Let me show you by, let's go do this. So you did that great, well done. And here's how we're going to keep going with that. Good. And if you lie to them, they will pack up their toys and never you will come never back. see them again. Okay, so let's go on to seven. And a seven is the enthusiast. And a seven is driven to find a feeling of satisfaction and contentment. Sevens do not, they really hate being bored. They fear deprivation. <laughs> Um, they do not want to be frustrated. We have, Stephanie and I have noticed that in the horse world, there are very few sevens because horses, as a general rule, are frustrating creatures. <laughs> I mean, we're dealing with an animal that spends most of its time trying to find creative ways to kill itself. Yeah. And so, yeah, we a, find they self, people who are sevens, they kind of self-select out of doing horses because you know they're kind of the big idea big creation people and do we have a really, video on a seven we i do, do. i found one <laughs> okay um, well. actually at it is as a skydiving connection though so okay she well, is here, one of the two two sevens i've ever found let's ever look at a seven hi my name is brenda and i'm an anagram type seven type seven is an extroverted person who tends to be thrill-seeking and spontaneous uh, we tend to constantly seek new and exciting experiences. Our goal is to maintain our freedom and happiness, to avoid missing out on worthwhile experiences, to stay excited and occupied, to avoid pain. Um, sometimes as type 7, we struggle with impulsiveness and distraction. As a rider, 
Being a type 7 means that I'm attracted to high energy horses and adrenaline rushes, like pursuing my new hobby as a skydiver. The Enneagram helps me understand myself. As a person, I'm enthusiastic about almost everything that catches my attention and approach life with curiosity, optimism, and a sense of adventure like a kid in a candy store. This understanding helps me balance my enthusiasm so that I can be relaxed and content in my daily life. The daredevils of <laughs> the Enneagram. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. The, they are chasing that fun high. All we, right. Let's go on to number eight. To an Enneagram eight, which is known as the challenger. They are very independent and they're driven to protect themselves and those they care about. They are afraid of being controlled or being manipulated. And I think we have two videos on an eight okay. that can show you a little bit of range of how they're a little different. All right. Let's yep. go. I'm an Enneagram type eight. Type eight is also known as the challenger and they are characterized by being unafraid to speak their minds. At their best, eights are confident leaders who are unafraid to challenge authority and root for the underdog. At their worst, eights struggle to understand that vulnerability is not a weakness, and they are often unaware of the domineering way others may view them. As a rider being a type eight, I'm a very goal-oriented and motivated person, which leads me to have a hard time accepting that results are not linear. I have a hard time not being in control of situations, which is very difficult with horses, but knowing my Enneagram type has helped me better understand how to maintain motivation in the sport and be able to cheer on others when my season might not be going to plan. Hi, I'm Kimberly and I'm an Enneagram type 8. Type 8s are typically described as leaders who know what they want. At our best, we're strong, resourceful, straight shooters. But at our worst, we can be domineering and confrontational. As a writer, type eight motivates me to set goals and perform at the highest levels. Sometimes I get too much in my own head about. Well, we're going to have to wrap it up for this segment. We're going to come back. We're going to leave these two here and have <laughs> Neil jump in at the last segment for the last nine. And then we'll talk about the rest of the wrap up for the horse talk show. We'll be right back. Thank you to the presenting sponsor of this portion of the Horse Talk Show, Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to our TV broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Nirvana Medical Spa, TT Distributors, Summit Joint Performance, Equigreen, Midnight Rose Equestrian, the Florida Horse Park, Horse Farms Forever, and the Equine Performance and Innovative Center. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. 
The equine performance and innovative center situated on 30 pristine acres in the horse capital of the world is one of the finest and most complete conditioning and rehab centers for equines and canines in the nation, including an equine hyperbaric chamber, aqua pacer, water treadmill, cold water leg spa, equine swimming pool, Eurosizer, and more. Epic equine veterinarians specializing in rehab and conditioning. For more information, go to epcrehab.com or find them on social media. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. We're back from the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Our broadcast sponsor larson hay idaho's finest alfalfa i'm dancing pete from complimentary horsemanship standing in for louisa barton and we have stephanie and libby and we actually have a new person neil and he hennessy and hennessy thank you sir and we're going to do one last instagram and then number nine what is it we're going to cover the la very last one is the peacemaker and a nine is driven to be at peace and harmonious with everybody in their lives. Um, they seek connection. They do fear tension and they don't want to be shut out and overlooked. And so you can have a nine. Their, one of their seven deadly slins, though, is sloth. Okay. <laughs> yeah. well, let's watch the video. Hey, my name's Kathleen. I'm an Enneagram type nine. Type nine is the peacemaker, is easygoing and supportive. We nines strive to keep things internally and externally smooth and without conflict. Um, at our best, we're able to bring people together and heal conflicts, and at our worst, we're complacent and disengaged. As a rider, being a type nine allows me to focus on the positives and be very receptive to feedback and teaching. But until I learned my Enneagram type, it never occurred to me that teaching was also a discussion, um, like things like, well, that line looks kind of terrifying to me, um, or something feels off. So learning my type has helped me discover that training is a dialogue and it's not just a edict from on high that has to be followed no matter what in order to minimize any potential conflict, which isn't really conflict. Okay. That was a number nine. So thank you guys. Thank welcome. you. Got an overview of the Enneagrams, yeah. and we really appreciate you. We have some parada oh, bags okay. for you. Yeah. Some goodies. Like only fly spray I use. Mm -hmm. I it's absolutely good. Spray. good. Very um, good. And I will have a list of resources that I can get to you guys if anybody is interested in learning more. I have a list of books and podcasts and, okay. and websites. And, 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 the, and the link to the test. Anybody wants to learn more. Okay. So now we're going to move over to Neil. Hennessy, and he is with the Ocala Dog Ranch. The horse talk show goes to the dogs at Ocala Dog Ranch. Okay, Neil, you were invited here because Luisa's dogs are at your place. Yes. <laughs> Babysitting dogs. Good. So what is your philosophy in dog training? Because I watched, we got to see some videos and we'll probably get to see some 
What is your philosophy on? Well, we're a positive trainer. We like to have the dogs make the right choices. So sometimes you have to let them uh, think about it. Um, we reward with uh, food, toys, or love, because not all dogs will work for the same thing. Yes, sir. Some dogs will work for food. Some dogs just will work for a rub on the belly. Yes, sir. So, and then we like to give them time to think about what we would like them to do. Good. Mm-hmm. And how are Luis's dogs? They're great. Oh. I mean, we've only worked with them. This is the second day. And one of our services that we offer when you board with us is that you can have us train your dog so that the dogs can get out of the kennels and get a little mm-hmm. bit of mental exercise and Very uh, good. Uh, yeah. physical exercise and also stimulation by working. So we've, we've had them for two days and uh, they are doing really, really well. Very good. And I heard we have some videos of some of the training, and this is your wife? That's no, this is my, the head trainer is Claire Silver. Okay, Claire. She moved down from Vermont about three years ago, and we were lucky to have her come to our facility, and we ended up hiring her. That's Lucy, and that's Aslan. As you can see, Aslan was a little bit enthusiastic to get out at the beginning. Oh, yeah. And that's Lucy. She's a little more lost, not as motivated, but still. No, but she's not really, you know, we're not really doing anything here, but just letting them have the rain of the the end of the leash. Gotcha. And then we, we start them off early, you know, just to let them sniff around and before we do any kind of training. Yes, sir. Okay, so now we're walking. Looks like a heel. Yeah, we're doing the heel and then letting the dog go to the end of the leash and then letting the dog decide whether she should come back or whether she should go. I mean, dogs pull because they want to go somewhere, and yeah. they've been allowed to do it all their lives. And so now we're trying to make them think of what we want them to do. Yes, sir. And now we have a video. Looks like a way better heel. Way better heel and a little bit of door training because you don't want your dog to rush through the door. Okay. And so we're going to slowly come up to the door and we make the dog sit and wait, reward them, and then play with the door and then they won't be allowed to go through the door until we allow them to. Okay, very good. Because you don't want a dog to charge through the door into your house. Just like a horse. Inside or out. Just like a horse going through a gate. (laughs) I get on to people all the time for the same thing. Okay, so she's having him get in position. (laughs) Get him into a sit. Or Lucy into a sit. Lucy into a sit. A little bit of love. She got back up, so then... and I'm explaining this for you, for the people listening to the radio show. Okay. So they're going, they're watching what? <laughs> <laughs> so now she waited. Now she does the doorknob. Yeah, she's playing with the knob. Didn't have any response, so she's giving him a treat. And then she's going to go and play with the doorknob again. He's still focused on it. Then he went away. And now she's unlocking it and opening it, and he's staying. Yay! We don't want her to rush right in. Her. Same as if you're coming out as well. I mean, you don't want your dog to rush right out into traffic. Yes, sir. Yeah. Very good. And now she's giving a reward, and we're on. This is Aslan. This is the male. Okay. He's not food motivated. He really couldn't care less about the food. Yeah, so, when I watched this video, that's what I saw. He was like, I don't want a cookie. Yeah. What are we doing? No, he... But he likes attention. Yes, sir. He loves attention. So he works because you want him to work, not because he's getting reward for it. Right. And this is day two. I mean, you know. Already got a better heel, staying with her, and sits going right to it. And she's going another. Trying to reward him, but he's really. Yep, didn't want to do it. Not interested. Now he's doing his gait training. Yeah. 
just like his sister did. Again, and at, the, at door, the door again. Door open, dog sits. Yay. This is day two. Very good. So, I mean, and Louisa admits to not have given her dogs a lot of training. So. <laughs> no, really, Neil? No, you, find, you find that hard to believe? Uh, very harsh, because she's always at home. Uh, yeah, well, she doesn't do nothing, does she? No, yeah. she does nothing. So this is nice, and this is the ranch. This, this is, is the back, yeah, the back event field. We rent the field out for you to do uh, exercise with your dog, and we have an agility course, and we have an agility instructor. You can take classes for agility. Oh, wow. And the dogs love to get out there and run, and this is all part of our board-in service. I wish I'd have known train. you when I had my dog. Yeah, well, you can always get another one. That's right. I can. <laughs> well, thank you, Neil. That was, that was great. Yeah, thanks so for having us. How do, we, how do we sign up? How, how many dogs can we bring? Well, we have so many things that we offer. I mean, the best thing to do would be to go to our website, which is ocaladogranch.com. We do dock diving competitions. We have a swimming pool for dogs. We give swimming lessons. We do dock diving lessons. You can just rent the pool if you just want to hang out with your dog. Uh, we do agility. You can uh, rent the course for agility. You can rent with the instructor. We do frisbee with dogs. We have competitions with frisbee. Wow. Uh, we do lure coursing in the winter, which is like the old greyhounds used to do of chasing a lure, which is a plastic bag around Ooh. in a circle. Yeah. And then we do obedience, and uh, we are going to be venturing into, like, rally, rally-o. Mm -hmm. The dog world is huge for <laughs> dog sports. Yeah. Well, that's the sound that we're already wrapped up, and we didn't get to go over all the things. So, oh, boy, I'm in trouble. <laughs> Hi, Louisa. We had fun. So if you're with Marion County. Oh, we do have one more. Let's have one more come up. Oh, this is your... Get your mulch, go to 1751 Northwest 33rd Avenue, Ocala, Florida, 34475, or call 863-559-2763. The donation will be, it'll be on May 6, 8 to 5. If you're in Marion County or not. Oh, well, we got one more, sorry. <laughs> Equine Extravaganza Fundraiser, come out. This is going to be... In Jacksonville Road, Ocala, 34470. And thank you guys. We'll see you next time. <laughs>